Street Content presents the Screen Raiders Podcast. My name's Joe Alberti, joined as always by Joe T and Steve. We are coming to you today with a very special guest for a very special episode. Uh, our first tentpole episode to discuss Joss Whedon's 2012 entry into the Marvel-verse, The Avengers. And uh, I gotta say, pretty good stuff. Pretty fun stuff. So, without further ado, here it is. The Avengers. Wow. Can you believe that we've made it through the first Avengers movie? Our, our, our first tentpole episode. This is a big yeah. one. This, this is, is a, a big milestone. One. This is a milestone. We've got some. Um, we've got a special guest that will be making his way uh, their oh, way so, on soon. So it is a male. It is a man. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps I let that one slip. <laughs> gonna gonna have to cut that out, maybe uh, or re-edit it. <laughs> yeah, you you love editing. I, no, I think I'm I'm on the uh, I'm on the ones and twos this week with the editing. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Uh, Everybody, Joe T will be will be uh, doing the quality control check this week. So <laughs> never done it before, so we'll, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure the hate mail bag will be full of you know this editing sucks and it's based over, on your yeah. it's over it's overflowing. Based on your performance over the last fifty or so minutes, I've I've lost a little bit of faith in you. Yeah, well, what can you do? Um, okay, well, here we go, the Avengers. 2012, directed by the now disgraced Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah, I, I had actually forgot that he was involved in this project. It, that the stink is on him so bad. From he ended up, for those of you that don't know, he ended up directing. Well, he didn't. He came in and he after Zack Snyder left Justice League and Whedon finished it. I, I forget the whole story there, Joe. A, you probably could explain better, but he went in and that movie is. Fucking pile of shit. So it, it, I, it it's kind of it's absolutely crazy how you go from the Avengers <laughs> to then that. Now we're yeah. off topic. Wait, let's okay, let's yeah, get into uh, the Avengers. This is, I mean, this is we need as much time as possible on this film. So all right, well, and yes, yeah, and yes I said film. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well, well kid goes to see a Robert Eggers movie last night. Now he's saying a film. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now he's like a film guy. Yeah. Um. But listen, you know, because we brought up Whedon, I mean, he was uh, kind of at the top of his game here, wasn't he? Uh, you could say that again. 2012. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he, you know, he's, he's not on the cover of Esquire, you know, you know, trying to, uh, you know, polish back his reputation, which is like terrible at this point, um, you know, for many things other than movie making. But for the purposes of this show, let's just talk about this movie of his now i don't really i was never a fan of his like i never watched buffy um i, I didn't really either know yeah. much i don't know much about his work to be completely honest with you um but here we go the joe a quickie synopsis, synopsis for the avengers are we ready i'm ready always ready okay this one's a little bit less quickie you know what i mean but here it is nick fury and Maria Hill arrive to a S.H.I.E.L.D. facility under attack. Loki arrives on behalf of the Chitauri alien tribe and steals the Tesseract with the help of a possessed Selvig and Hawkeye. With little options, 
Fury reenacts the Avengers initiative and sends Black Widow to recruit Bruce Banner. Coulson and Fury approach the rest of the team, and they all convene in Germany for a showdown against Loki and Hawkeye, where Loki is eventually captured and brought back to the flying invisible ship in the sky. But before they go, Thor drops his hammer down to Earth to try and convince everyone to let his misguided, foolhardy foe brother go free. They decline, and Thor decides they are right and becomes part of the team. About halfway through the story, uh, it devolves into another military-industrial complex allegory about S.H.I.E.L.D. trying to harness the power of the Tesseract to make weapons of mass destruction to protect the country and the world. As the Avengers argue over Nick Fury's compromised morality, Loki's uh, people attack the helicarrier and blow up parts of the ship. Avengers to the rescue. Banner gets uh, scared and turns into the Hulk. He fights Thor for a little bit. And through all of this, Loki unfortunately kills Coulson and escapes to Stark Tower, where by some fit of astrophysics, he opens a wormhole above Stark Tower. And all of his alien friends and a flying salamander emerge from the heavens and wreak havoc on New York City. Um, conveniently glossing over the fact that no less than 100,000 people are definitely brutally killed and annihilated like nothing the world has ever seen. <laughs> the shadowy Security Council then sends a missile to New York City to end the invasion, which is a not-so-shadowy nod to Nagasaki and Hiroshima, perhaps. But Iron Man intercepts the missile, takes it up to the outer space crash pad of the Shatari, and blows them up. Uh, the end. The Avengers each warm up in the ruins of New York City. Are you ready for the grade? I'm ready for the grade. The grade for the Avengers, Joss Whedon, 2012, is B plus. Okay, that might that might have been your best quickie synopsis, though. Yeah, that you wasn't that so? quick, but that, that was you know you're in on it. It's uh, yeah. I would like the yeah. listener to know. I think we'll we'll post this on the the social. I got a nice text from Joey's wife, the lovely as, Lisa. As did I. And, when I when I tell you that he was on his couch, the giddiness I saw, the childlike him, enthusiasm of him watching Battle of New York, he was the the hooks are in. I I, I could feel it through the phone. <laughs> the smile is that what they the call giggle, it? Yeah, the, the hooks are in. The smile glued to the screen. The giggles, the everything. He he loved it. I know it. What was I watching? I I I, I thought it was that. Well, I was definitely hooked. At the, look, this I like was this Battle movie. of New, It was Battle of New York, I believe. Okay, uh, so it's called Battle of New York. All right, that's like yeah. the, the cool fanboy name for it. I I understand. They do call it that going forward too. So that is, you'll see it here. It referenced in the next I don't know, ten movies. So they okay. do talk about it. Yeah, dude. Look, this is a good movie. I I really like the setup of this movie. I like how we. Is this the first time we've seen the Tesseract since Captain America? Or Captain Marvel? Maybe the post credit scene of Thor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe post credit In Thor, I was going to say, it's definitely in. But I like like how the Tesseract is kind of this, like, MacGuffin that, like, drives the story forward, that, like, they're all, you know, everyone's chasing after this, but it's the reason why everyone can get together. Um, And I really like the setup of this movie. I really like how, uh, you know, we start with, like, Loki and the other, you know, the mysterious other, uh, talking with Loki and sort of empowering Loki. Um, and this new character, Maria Hill, this is the first time we've met her as well, correct? She's new, yep. Sneaky She's hot. new. I thought, she, I thought she was pretty good. Um, and, you know, so, like, we meet Fury and all the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. They're trying to evacuate this S.H.I.E.L.D. campus. 
Um, and then, you know, obviously shit goes down. They have the Tesseract and it's kind of misbehaving as Selvig says, it's got like kind of a mind of its own. It's an energy source. They really can't harness it or control it yet. And then, you know, um, due to some fit of whatever science we'll have to go science with Steve, maybe a little bit later to talk about, <laughs> oh boy, talk oh boy. about this wormhole, but I mean, you know, through this wormhole that like, you know, whatever it is, in comes Loki. He sort of possesses Selvig. He possesses Hawkeye. And um, he gets them to like get past Maria Hill and sneak out of this facility with the Tesseract in hand. Um, they're, they like shoot Nick Fury and we're like, oh my God, is Nick Fury fucking dead? He can't be dead. He's obviously not though, which is great. Um, and uh, then this chase starts and Fury's like, all right, we just lost the Tesseract. We're going to have to, you know, re-engage this Avengers initiative that I wanted to do for a while since like 1995, right? Like Captain Captain Marvel, right? Um, and I like that. I think this is a great setup for a movie. And then we see like this sort of like in screenwriting, we call this the deliberation. You know, are they or aren't they going to get together and save the world and find the Tesseract, right? And they do. It's like, you know, but I like the I like that we see it. I like that we sit with it for a little bit. This movie is like two hours and 20 minutes. And I think this part of the movie is like this beginning of the movie is a little bit slower and it's a little bit nicer how we can like how we can see Black Widow like, you know, tied up in this chair and about to beat the fuck out of these dudes. And she does. And then, you know, she goes and sees Banner. Coulson goes and sees um, Stark. Know. Yep. And um, Fury goes and gets fucking Steve Rogers fucking hitting the bag again. Like, he's <laughs> still just, like, he's still just, in the he's 1940s just in this gym. boxing gym the whole time. They like lift him out of the boxing gym finally for once. Like, hey, you got to leave this gym. It's time to save the world. You know? All right, good. So like, I'm, I'm excited, you know? And then we get to Germany. Okay. And Germany, that scene was amazing. When Captain America fucking appears and fucking the shield comes up and he blocks that thing from Loki from the scepter. I was fucking ready to stand up. You know what I mean? I was ready to fucking say, let's fucking do this. All right. It was good. I really liked it. And, and honestly, the movie kept me engaged the whole entire time. I think the battle of New York is kind of a look these, these end of these movie battles. I'm sorry to say guys, they are all cliched because like, there's nothing that, that we haven't seen already with, humongous visual effects like battles in fucking humongous budget movies like so and like you know there's this great thing that brian de palma talks about like in 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 like when he bashes these marvel movies which is always fun to hear him talk and bash them because he's the man uh he talks about how these movies are all pre-visualized and they are so basically that's a process in pre-production where like there's a couple of people sitting around a computer and they're pre-visualizing what it's going to look like in a very sort of beta kind of way. And what they do is they input all of these visual cliches that they have already set up in their computer. So like a piece of shrapnel flying past the camera lens. And it's like, okay, like we see all that stuff so many times. So there's, it's really hard to make these sort of epic battle sequences new but I think that maybe they will. I, I, everyone talks about Endgame being like the best movie ever made. So maybe they, they transcend, you know, these cliches a bit. I don't know. I'll have to see when we get there. But look, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really great. Um, 
I think it's be- it's the best one so far. You know, I think I gave it the same grade as Iron Man. It's the best one so far, though. And a uh, salute, okay? I'm sitting here on my knees. I surrender. This was a good movie, okay? The Avengers is good. The Avengers is good. All right. I, lo- I love to enough. hear that. Joe T, go ahead. So I, I'm going to switch over kind of your grading system here. I'm not going to give numbers anymore. I'm going to come in at an A minus. I'm a little higher than you. I will. I love the Avengers. I mean, I, like I, I kind of alluded to it. Um, you know, I've been sick with COVID. I hadn't watched the Avengers in a couple of years, probably. I hadn't, I hadn't watched the first one. And I think last week you said that you didn't want to get the butter out yet. Guess what? Guess what I did? Right when the battle <laughs> in New York starts. Pants came off. I lathered myself up in that Lando Lakes right to completion before the first Chachari hits the sky. I, I just love it. <laughs> oh my God, you're sick. So I, honestly, though, this, this movie just, it, it, it was kind of, it, at the time, it's such a bold shot, like a bold swing. It's like you had, you had these big actors that had already been, you know, pretty successful on their own at, in these individual movies and like, you know, normally you would think that it, it would be tough for all these guys to be on screen at once. It girls, obviously with Black Widow. Um, yeah, you know, egos get in the way, whatever, you know, you don't, you know, give the, it's, it's, your character doesn't have as much room to breathe, but the movie's so well paced, I think. And it like, they, they have all this action, but they're developing the plot at the same time. Stark and Chris Evans and uh, Captain America and Thor, they just work well together on screen. Uh, it, it just, that whole dynamic that plays out through the whole movie and it just pays off with the Battle of New York. Uh, the Battle of New York, like you said, Joey, they're kind of repetitive, these ending sequences. Uh, the best way I can, you know, the best analogy I can make, it's kind of like if you watch pro wrestling, you do a tag match, everyone yeah. kind of gets in, they get to get their offense in, they get to look good. Brock Lesnar gives his fucking suplex and his spear and his F5 and Roman Reigns gets his Superman punch in and everyone gets to get their own offense in and you kind of see the Hulk do his thing. You see Captain America do his thing. You see Hawkeye do his thing for the first time. Black Widow's jumping into the sky, fucking flying on the Chitauri. Iron Man's flying around. Uh, you know, Everyone's involved. And it's just, it works. It's just fun. It's a fun it movie. It just all of it kind of comes together. You enjoy it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting plot. I think Loki's a perfect villain for this because he's not, like we, we alluded to it last week, he's not like this powerhouse guy. He's just... I mean, the majority of the movie, he's in captivity. He, he's sitting in a jail cell and he's still manipulating the plot and, and pushing it forward. Even like, you know, I, like you said, the, the, the MacGuffin of the Tesseract is, you know, always there. But Loki's the one that pushes them along and pushes them all together. And it just works. Yeah, I agree. All right. Blue Collar Steve, let's go. <laughs> Avengers thoughts. Uh, so first and foremost, I 100% agree with Joe Travia. This is a I mean, on my scale, I have it at a 90 out of out of 100. This is an A minus movie. Okay. It's the the payoff for the first Avengers movie after we're going in chronological order to finally see all these characters that we've been watching, like come together and do what they do. Like, I felt like a child watching it, you know, that scene at the end of New York, like when they're all surrounding each other and like that theme music hits, like it's impossible not to get fired up. That circular camera where they go around. Yeah, and they're all fucking that's a great shot. Oh, what a shot! Yeah, a, it's to your point right, Steve, too. Keep like, going. Sorry, it's, it's to your point too. Like this was this could have been such a swing and a miss with all the actors they had. Like the, the story just worked so well that when you finally see it all come together, it's just like an amazing moment. Um, 
it's like that one continuous shot where it starts with Black Widow jumping onto that flying jet ski. And then it goes to Iron Man flying around, drops down, helps out Captain America, goes back up to Hawkeye, you know, shooting his arrows. Then it like ends with the Hulk and Thor on that flying salamander. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it's just so cool to see. And I don't think that there's ever been a comic book movie that was ever on that scale until then. And it was just, like I said, it could have been a massive swing and a miss. Um, but it, it, it goes back to my point that I said, I think in the Iron Man episode that all these characters work so much better when they're all together, as opposed to like their individual movies, aside from like a few, like you'll see like Thor Ragnarok, you'll see Captain America Civil War, like all, there's certain standalone movies that work well, but it, it, just to have them all together, it, it was, it's such an enjoyable movie to watch. And I think I enjoyed it more because we went in chronological order. So there was somewhat more of a buildup for it. Yes. Um, I think Captain America though might be the least likable Avenger out of all of them. Just because I don't I don't know what it is. I just I don't like him. Like I think I obviously favor Iron Man over him and that whole rivalry that they have. Um, but I think Thor works the best out of all of them. He like Chris Hemsworth plays off every single one of those characters so well. And it, like he's probably the funniest Avenger as well as being the strongest Avenger. Yeah, well, um, you know, Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans is sort of like vanilla, right, Steve? He's like the most vanilla out of all of them. He has like the least personality. He's more like, he's more, um, you know, morally, he, he, he keeps his morals and his standards at the forefront more than, say, Tony Stark does. That's definitely the point of his character, too. Like, it, it, he's supposed to be like this vanilla guy that, like, can do does no wrong like he always will just do the right thing i think one of the better parts of the movie though is at the end when you know tony stock goes yeah i'll take this missile and go up into that hole in the sky Mm. and chris evans is like tony that's a one-way trip and he goes yeah well whatever you know and it goes back to when chris evans was you know trapping him aboard that ship saying like you're not a hero like you're only in this for yourself and it shows that tony stark does as pepper potts says tony stark does have a heart and yes. that just that yes. shows that shows Iron Man coming completely full circle from billionaire playboy philanthropist, as he told Chris Evans that he best, was best line in the movie. Actually showing that, yeah, like I am a hero, like I'm going to save the day. And that that that's awesome. And it's just a sorry to keep like blowing Iron Man, but like it's it's so cool the entire time that he's just flying around New York City. Like even Chris Evans says, he's like, all right, we got stock up in the sky. We got this one going over here. Like, it's so cool. Like, they all just, yeah, uh, you, they get showcased all so well, even though they're all together. I, I, yeah, I you know, I, 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 I like that they are sort of, you know, I've read um, this week that Downey Jr. spoke to Whedon and was basically trying to talk him into making this more of an Iron Man centric film with Iron Man as the lead, Iron Man in the opening scene instead of Loki. Um, and it just didn't work. And, and Downey agreed. It, it, it doesn't work. And he, he said something like, we all have to be one arm of this octopus. And really, I think this movie is, I think the main character of this movie is actually Nick Fury. And I think that the best thing Marvel ever did for this franchise was casting Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Perfect. Fury. I think that was the that's one of the better casting moves of 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 the decade. And look, that decade, the the 2010s will be remembered, I think, probably. And I haven't even seen them all yet. But just based on what I know about, you know, the history of film, 
each decade is sort of remembered for some type of different film, the forties for noir, the seventies for, you know, new Hollywood, the nineties for the indie Tarantino PTA stuff. The 2010s will be remembered for the, the Marvel movies, the, the, the decade of the superheroes. And I think that Samuel L. Jackson plays such a huge key part in congealing and that whole thing and bringing everything together and really carrying this movie on his back. I, I really think that he does carry this movie. There's nobody else who could carry Downey Jr. and Thor and Chris Evans and, and, and ScarJo and all these Renner, all these huge names. So props and shout out to Sam Jackson. He's the fucking man. And he like is the reason, a huge reason why these movies work in my opinion. Yeah. Like so I was going to say is like, obviously Samuel L gets props on here. And also Scarlett Johansson too. I think like having those two just be regular humans that don't have powers mm-hmm. being big parts is just so big. It just helps ground the movie a little bit more. I mean, for as much as you can ground a movie where the, the alien <laughs> comes, comes through the a black hole well, in the sky. Joe, that is, that was the intent, I think, because you know, you know how I oh, of course. love watching yeah. the Disney plus special features after my screening you know the the little featurettes with that you know featuring joss whedon and scarjo talks talks about this too in her little interviews is it's all about grounding these movies in reality to the uh, best you can and they do it to the best you it. can sure to yeah, the best yeah. You can. i mean it's 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 not as pretentious as Chris Nolan making Batman drive by a FedEx office on the bat pod. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't see that in these movies, which I appreciate. Um, I actually have a question for both of you guys. Go, Steve. Now, like, we're kind of full-blown. Like, they're both two different questions. But, Joey, to like your point about how you finally kind of get it, do you think you would have enjoyed this movie going in without seeing any of the other movies? Was it that good that you would have set aside uh, everything a, and enjoyed it? That's a good question, Steve. And I, I don't know how to answer it. Probably not as much as I did. And I probably would have enjoyed it way more if I saw it in a, in a theater. And, um, you know, I just missed these. Obviously, when they came out, I was, you know, in my early 20s, I was not interested in seeing, you know, Marvel movies. Um, I know, just the older them. you get, The older you get, the more you want to watch superhero movies, I know. <laughs> well, okay. uh, or or the you, you know the older you get the more podcasts you do and the more podcast friends you have who make you watch these fucking movies uh two of them a week that's basically it but uh, dude, i i i did enjoy it and i don't know if i would have enjoyed it. actually you know what's funny steve you bring it up someone texted me this week and said you know you can't enjoy these as much as fans of the of the series because you weren't waiting for three, four, five years like I wonder we who were, that was. Like we were to see all these movies. And it's like, yes, I fucking can. I can enjoy them <laughs> just as much as, as anybody, I think. Like, yeah, I wasn't maybe anticipating them as much, but I can still enjoy them. Yeah, I don't see why. Like, I know, obviously, like, when we were watching them as they were coming out, you would get a teaser trailer like 10 months in advance and you'd watch it fucking 30 times and be mm-hmm. like, Oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, you're trying to figure out everything and you just want to know where the story's going to go. But if you're someone that doesn't have Marvel, um, you know, roots or anything, and you are really kind of jumping into this for the first time. Well, well, Joe T as a, as our resident Marvel like stand here, let me ask you this in the Avengers, 
whose arrival is cooler do you think iron man's or thor's in this movie yeah. in general yeah. um when they finally you know show know. them it's, all coming together that's hard i mean that's a tough question i think that the the, the thing that gets me going the most about this movie is just seeing everyone together finally seeing them you know you first you see you know thor and iron man fighting and everything and captain america and, and iron man are brawling and bruce banner is just kind of like a kind of a loser and you just don't really you, know, you don't really like him and he's just kind of a he's just kind of a geek and it's like then like you know you got natasha romanoff on the side she's kind of around she's trying to get everyone together and then when they finally do come together and you know well hawkeye's freed from his spell and he's in it's like that is what i wanted to see like i put up with you know we watched a couple shitty movies let's be honest like they're not all great but you watch them and you then you see them come together and it's like oh the payoff there is awesome Mm-hmm. Honestly, dude, I think the best intro in this movie, bar none, is Captain America. Come on, just in the gym, yeah, dude. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's 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 Steve Rogers. I'm talking about the Captain America intro. Okay, when he fucking yeah. flies in and yeah. deflects Loki's shit with his with his dude. That dude, was unbelievable. I think I think Iron Man showing up there is cooler. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, Iron Man showing up was really cool. With what what song was playing when he showed up, dude? That was sick. Shoot to thrill. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was awesome. Okay, yeah. maybe I retract. Maybe it's maybe it's Iron it just Man. It just it was just perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But but I really liked Captain America's intro in this in this movie. I think it's good. And you know what I really like about Whedon too, much like Louis Leterrier, who never came back. Does Whedon come back? By the way, I don't think he does. Okay, no, so enough, so what I like money. Yeah, so what I like about what Whedon did and what Leterrier did is they like found ways to make this movie interesting visually because some of the other movies, even in Favreau's movie, like it's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of chit chatty stuff, but like, do you remember that shot um, where they're all like sort of arguing and the camera's floating to each and every one of them. And then it turns upside down and it lands on like the scepter of Loki. Do you remember that shot? Yeah. I just, I was, I was kind of like blown away by all that stuff. I think all that stuff is, you know kind of kept me engaged and kept me interested visually and um i thought it was a really cool way of of you know connecting all these characters because you have to connect these characters so much um and he 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 did a great job of balancing them out um and like photographing them you know intelligently in my i should i should update he does come back he does the second avengers to age of ultra oh okay yeah, I wasn't positive about that. I just looked it up. Jo- Joe, okay. what did you uh, what did you think of the mid credit scene? The mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Post, yeah. The post credit uh, scene before yeah. before the Chinese restaurant. Uh, the only the only scene I saw during the after the credit was the them eating shawarma. There's a scene in the middle of the credits. Yes. Yeah, you didn't really? see. It. There's, a, there's a scene that introduces the big bad. The biggest of no, them. I missed this. Oh, jeez. Oh, my boy. Yeah. I, I just what are we doing here? the credits, dude. I fast forwarded to the end. You of, can't, you can't do thing. that. No, there's a little mid credits. Well, dude, I mean, uh, mid credits fucking sequence scene. Who, who, do, I don't know. I no, there's one, there's one rule. credit scene. No, when you're watching Marvel, you got to watch the whole credits. You can't, you got to stay. Okay. All right. All yeah. right. Lesson learned. Lesson yeah, learned. Yeah, we'll go. So basically, in this one, you, uh, you, you don't hear his voice. You just see him turn around, smile at the camera, mm-hmm. and that's the big, the big bad purple ball sack chin villain. <laughs> it's Thanos. 
it's Thanos. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go back and, and check it out. I didn't know. Is it Brolin? Like, is, is Brolin no. already there? Brolin, he doesn't speak. He do not speak. He just turns around, he looks at camera and smiles. But doesn't like, Thanos have Brolin's likeness? He, lo- uh, he looks not, a little bit. He not at this point. Yeah. In Infinity War, he does. They, yeah. they, they okay. got away from right. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, okay. he's not, he wasn't even cast at this point. It, it's yeah. just uh, it's a CGI character. Yeah. Speaking of, of likenesses, I read that the Hulk's voice was a mixture of. I read that too. Yeah. Lou Ferrigno's and, yeah. and the fucking like VFX supervisor yeah. and like two yeah. random people. What the fuck? Why can't what, dude? Why don't why don't they use anyone besides Lou Ferrigno for the Hulk in these fucking movies? Well, no, they mix they mix Ruffalo in too. Yeah, they gave the Hulk Ruffalo's teeth. Because I guess I, yeah, I guess I guess I was so I was I was I was able to to, to discern that very very the fun, easily. The funny thing I read was Ruffalo going around telling everyone he's the only person to ever play the Hulk and Bruce Banner in the same film. No way! He yeah, said yeah, that? that's what he was saying. Yeah, ah, come on. Was he throwing out. shade at, at Norton? I uh, I don't believe so. He was just kind of you know. I, I guess well, that, dude, is I, I, so, that is so. So this shit. is a good discussion because this is like one of the bigger casting changes I think besides like like Terrence Howard and Cheadle. I think this is a much bigger one. I think. Um, I think that Ed Norton is a better Bruce Banner than Mark Ruffalo. Come, come on, as of right I, now. Honestly, I think it's a wash. It's just kind of yeah. Like- I mean, I mean, look, you know. I guess it kind of is a. I mean, I read that um, Norton didn't want to come back, or was asked to come back, or was spoken to about coming back, but eventually passed because the character development was not up to his, you know, standards. Working. Because because at the end of the Incredible Hulk two thousand eight, we kind of deduced that Bruce Banner is like able to control this and is okay with with being the Hulk in a way. And at the beginning of the Avengers, it's like he's still kind of shaky about it. So it's like he like almost they're all shaky about it. That he is like a little strange. Back on it, yeah. That is a little strange how they they make a point at the end of the Hulk to say like they show his green eyes and they're like, okay, he can control it now. And then yeah, for the first you know a seventy percent of the Avengers, it's like the whole like re, like thing they're scared about is that he can't control it on, aboard the helipad. Yeah, like yeah, they and, have this, this and then he transforms that they put Loki in. And then yeah. he transforms on command when that salamander is coming down. And he goes, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. It's like, well, why couldn't you have yeah. done that when you were on the plane? Yeah. Very strange. Very interesting. But, I mean, you know, they're both good. Look, I, I, I love Mark Ruffalo. I think he's one of the most watchable, one of the most, you know, enjoyable people to watch on screen in fucking anything um i would watch him in anything and same thing with norton so they it's not like they they went from norton to like you know john heater you know like (laughs) like you know what i mean like they 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 kept it going they kept it they kept it up yeah i felt that was a lateral move at worst right it was a lateral move yeah yeah, whatever ruffalo's fine he's good in the the next you know his rest of his appearances Norton was good. Okay. Ruffalo's good. I'd, I'd like to go back to what Joe T said earlier, and uh, I couldn't agree more with Loki being the perfect cast for the villain in this. I don't know who else you. Yeah, he it. was it, great. It, it, like, like it just made way too much sense, and I don't like again. I don't know who you could have had be the bad guy in this one other than Loki. Yeah, especially it, especially coming off of Thor, which we just watched. Like it just made yeah. too much sense. Yeah, like, I know, it was good. Like, like I know we wanted to do a little villain breakdown here. I kind of already said my, uh, you know, my my points on it. It's just like 
this movie doesn't need like that overpowering villain where like he's just like 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 an abomination or like Emil Blonsky the abomination like he doesn't or Thanos like you don't need this big powerful like menacing villain like it's definitely it worked a lot better with Loki just kind of like using his his cunning or whatever you however you want to call yeah, it yeah totally yeah and, and just kind of being like that like you know the trickster and he he brings them all together nicely I agree so villain breakdown Joe T is that is that do you have anything else you want to add about Loki or this flying lizard or anything yeah. else yeah I mean the Chitari or whatever I, I mean like you know uh, kind of coming off piggybacking off the point where we don't need this big powerful villain like uh like a Thanos for this one the Chitari is just a plot device for the for the um for the battle in New York I mean you needed you know a, a big you needed some kind of uh, force for the Avengers to team up and fight it. They, they were whatever. I mean, it's just a CGI. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know, whatever. They look they kind of funny. Yeah, with that big, they, like, it, it is funny that, I know you say that they gloss over the fact that probably hundreds of thousands of people get murdered in this <laughs> battle scene and the amount of damage. They actually don't. So, like, in the, in the movies upcoming, that does become an issue. Like, they things happen on the political side where it's like, we can't let, we just can't let the Avengers. I know there's so many memes that are hilarious when it's like, Oh, like when like just uh, paid off my car. Yeah. We paid off my car. And then Iron Man grabs it and throws it at a Chitauri. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So true though. I like that. I like that. And like, they kind of have no choice because they're going to continue this series. This is like the most, you, you know, this is, I was thinking about this. Like this is, this cinematic universe is more actually akin to like television, I think television episodes. Right. I mean, I think that's why it works a lot too with the new shows they've done is because it's like they, instead of like looking at them as movies, they're just really long. They're episodes. Yeah. They're episodes of like a show. So then they they get, I think it's why it works. It's like a lot of like, like when we go back to with Whedon and justice league, like you watched the first one, it was fucking terrible. And, the Snyder, the Snyder cuts better, but it's only because like movies five hours long, like you get so much more time to like delve into these characters and who they are and like what they do. And like, they let everyone yeah, no, shine. I mean, it's, it's, it's brilliant because, you know, I mean, look, face it or don't face it, you know, the, the, the landscape of movies is changing and it's not just, you know, independent dramas or studio dramas that are coming out, they're never coming out anymore, really, on the studio side. Like, they need to get people out to theaters and for Marvel to sort of continue on with this episodic kind of storytelling on a massive grand scale over, not the course of over, like, a trilogy, like, three films, but over, like, 23 films, you know what I mean? That's, that's, the, the brilliance and the genius of what they're doing and the result of that is butts and seats and movie theaters you know staying alive that's that's the 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 true you know sort of value of this franchise in my eyes at least who do you think was the mvp and the lvp of this movie uh you want me to go first yeah then joe t can go uh mvp iron man yeah least valuable um 
Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye's very, very lame. I yeah. like Hawkeye, but I mean, he just doesn't get it. He's just, you know, he's, he's possessed he's, for half he's the He's possessed, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He, he does yeah. the... I just actually I did watch the Hawkeye show. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's it is a lot of fun. I'll go with my MVP. My MVP. This is gonna probably shock you guys. I'm just gonna say R.I.P. My dog, Agent Phil Coulson. Oh, <laughs> dude. He's, so he's awesome, and he's like I know that Samuel L. Jackson does come in and kind of he puts the cards. He said he puts the blood on them, and it was like they needed something to bring them together. Phil Coulson is the guy. He's He's got a glue no, guy. Yeah, he's a glue guy. He's a locker room guy. He's only there. He's a vet. He's there. He's he's funny. His character is very funny, but his death where he goes, I love that scene where he's like, I don't even know what this does. And he's got the gun. He goes, oh, that's what it does. And he shoots the guy. And, it's like, <laughs> and then Loki goes and stabs him. And it's like, he died for this cause. He believes in the Avengers. And, and I love how, you know, Fury uses those bloody you know, the card, trade, yeah, the trading cards, cards yeah. to really fire him up. Look, I was very sad when Colson died. I didn't want to believe it. I thought that maybe it would just be like, a, oh yeah, he got shot. He's coming back or whatever. But it makes sense now that I've seen Captain Marvel and like, they kind of go back to him and he's younger and it's like, yeah, that it, it, it like that character that he plays in Captain Marvel, like just reminds me of, someone who's who's like dead kind of he's not coming down for breakfast (laughs) but damn man i was really sad and clark greg plays that character he's great he's great he kind of plays it like straight but he's very very dryly comedic and um he will be missed in this series if he doesn't pop up again here or there i don't know if he does but i will be I'm sad until to see him go for the majority of the yeah that, of that's the MCU. I, yeah. I don't really have an LVP. I mean, I guess you could say you could say Hawkeye. I, he just doesn't do much. But I, LVP, I just I like the movie. I, I don't really think anyone stunk. I think everyone like played their role really well. I, 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 I all right, it, Steve, go ahead. I, I think well, just to say that, like, I think it is very funny that you have Captain America just beating up the karate or whatever they're called with his uh shield you get iron man flying around the hulk and thor and then you just have like, you have scarlett johansson and jerry Rada just killing aliens with a couple sig sours and a bow and arrow <laughs> yeah the bow and arrow like he kind of ran out there like he's got the most finite weapon of everyone he like can only carry like 20 of them um all right steve do you have an mvp lvp really quickly before we move to the next segment i mean i i, I line up with you it's iron man he saves the day at the end and then LVP's Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, and then I, I think the six-man award definitely goes to Phil Coulson. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so Steve, do you want to go into this next segment here, the Blue Collar Steve Be a Man segment? Bud Light presents <laughs> Real Men of Genius. <laughs> I mean, I don't know Real <laughs> Men of Genius. Oh, well, you know, I thought maybe you would think of, um, of, of something in this movie that you, could, that you could attribute to the Be a Man Blue Collar Steve segment. I mean, the biggest man in this movie is definitely Thor. Yeah, why? You why know? do you think that is? Is it just because of his dick Cause, size, or is there because Hem, Hem, Hemsworth's about ten times hotter in this than he was in the first Thor? His uh, he he's, he's, muscles he's, are a little bigger. And wait until he—he's even hotter, but he cuts the hair. It's crazy. I, yeah, I don't he, get it. Yeah. Wait. So, did you read something funny though online. It was like I was when I was looking for trivia to do the questions. 
it was like, oh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth had to double his calorie intake to keep up his figure. I was like, yeah, he had to double his calorie intake and his synthetic testosterone. <laughs> his fucking juice on to it, the gills. On everything but roller skates. We do have a special guest today for this episode, okay? Uh, you guys want me to introduce the special guests right of now? Course. or Yeah, okay. Yes. We've been yeah. waiting for a week, so. Okay, so, and now our very special guest. So this is a person who holds a dear place in the hearts of the Screen Raiders, okay? He's been an ardent supporter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe since its inception, really. Now, there is nobody with more virility, more class, (laughs) or more sustainability through all the various daytime and nighttime activities that one could conjure up than this person that I'm about to introduce. Okay, he makes women swoon and he makes men melt through their knickers. <laughs> he is tall, dark, handsome, tan, and he gesticulates with his hands whenever he is speaking. His hair is very thick. His shorts are always very short. And his love is accepted and received by all around him. Ladies I, and I knew it. 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 I present to you the one, the only thing. Pete, what's up, buddy? Listen, I just gave I just gave you a big intro. You know, you're a big Marvel fan. You've been you've been a very big Marvel fan since the beginning. Uh, I, I I don't remember anyone who followed it quite as closely as you did since uh, since Iron Man. Uh, out of all of our friends, so uh, you're our first special guest. We are doing this uh, special guest for the Avengers, as you know. Um, and we just we just we've been speaking about it for about thirty minutes. I love the movie. Obviously, those two love it, but I really loved it. I gave it a B plus. Um, I think that it was extremely well done. I was hooked from the beginning, from the get go, and uh, I'm excited to see more of these, you know, um, team up movies instead of the the standalones. I think most of the standalones were pretty bad, but the team up movie <laughs> was awesome. The direction was great. Everything I I, I really enjoyed it. So uh, why don't we start off, man? Why don't you give us a little bit, a little. Uh, a little like sort of um, what do you think about this movie? Give us some, give us a, a, a quick brief uh, thought rundown of, uh, of, of the Avengers. Yeah, no guys, it's an honor to be on the show here. Um, <laughs> good to see your faces, but yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of this movie. I think it's great just seeing them finally team up. Like you said, um, seeing them fight against each other, I think was the coolest part. Like you get your Thor versus Captain America and Iron Man at the beginning. You get Hulk versus Widow and Thor. And then you get to see kind of Captain America and Iron Man, their whole ego dynamic going back and forth. And you'll see more with that with, uh, with Civil War. I also like to like Loki. I mean, he's, he's the best villain we had to date, I think, so far with all these yeah. movies. Um, and I really did like to Jeremy Renner in it. I, I think he should have been cast as a bad guy, honestly. Like, I, I don't like him as a, as a hero. I liked him so much better being bad. But this one, I, I, I think I would rank third of all the Avenger movies out of the four. Wow. Um, That's I very would. fair. Yes. And I, I think I would go Infinity, Endgame, this, and then Ultron. So that's, that's kind of my okay. take on it. I, I really enjoyed this one. Dude, I think you're absolutely dude. Renner hits me as like a villain in every movie. I can never take him seriously as someone that I that is um like gonna be, you know, you know, morally upstanding or like a superhero. I like he was like to me, 
when when Loki sort of possessed him at the beginning of this movie, I was like, yeah, this makes perfect sense. And 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 with Skarsgård, like the the biggest villain of of like the cinema history, the American cinema for the last yeah. twenty years, Skarsgård he's a villain in fucking everything. Like of course, of course, of course, uh, you know, Renner and Skarsgård are villains together. I was like, it makes perfect sense. Um, and when he comes back, he's like kind of like the least valuable Avenger in my opinion. He's ripping the things he out. He is him, him and Widow, I think. Uh are on that list but yeah another thing the visuals man like for for its time and i know it wasn't that long ago but i mean just everything you see looks so cool it was nominated um, think, for an oscar uh, i think it was yeah for, for visual yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was is that the only oscar it was nominated for i, I, I guess out of all i think it was I, I did have that up i don't you know i i've been trying to look through some of the movies that were nominated this year this was a strong year this was the 2013 oscars um it probably wasn't going to get a nomination for anything else, but I mean, look at some of the movies this year. It was Argo won Best Picture, Amor, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Django, yeah. which was good. I mean, Les Mis, Life yeah. of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings, and Zero Dark Thirty. You could have wow. snuck in there for, you know, one of those. Yeah. Those were, the mean, ten, those were the 10 movies that got nominated that year. Those were, those were the nominations. Yeah. I think it could have snuck in on one of those. I mean, these movies are they're fucking huge. Like they're so big and they're just yeah. like, they're different in their own way. They're good in their own way. Like I, it's like, you know, maybe they're not the classic, you know, dickhead Hollywood, like let's make a movie about Hollywood Birdman, like, you know, and everyone will blow it. <laughs> Joey, 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 Joey. Birdman's, his, a, Birdman's a great movie. Joey and his cronies sucking themselves off on, <laughs> on Joey hates Michael Keaton. That's why. Oh, hey, yeah. Keaton. He's good at the MCU. He is in the MCU, and he's coming back from what I from what I've read. So Keaton's in wow. the MCU. He yeah, for sure is. No way. For really? Sure huh. is. Yeah. Interesting. Surprises well, coming. Listen, guys. Since since we have this very special guest here, this very nice special guest, we are gonna do the Avengers draft. Okay. Excellent. We're gonna do three rounds. There's gonna be some people I think still left on the board, possibly. But we're okay, so first, all right. First up on the clock, we got Joe A. And he, it's a snake the, draft. It goes Joe A, Joe T, Steve, and then special guest Pete. Yeah. So they the basically, shaft. I sent the list out all the characters, villains, uh, heroes, everything. You can build your own team. And, okay. Uh, so I guess we're, we're going to do three each. What you're saying? Three each. Okay. Yeah. So we'll start with Joe A. He has the entire board. I know who he's okay. Oh, you too. do? I think I'm picking, I do. I'm picking Thor. I knew it. <laughs> dude he's the best one come on dude, he's, he's, he's also a, he's, a, he's a god for christ's sakes so why would yeah, he is a god yeah so that's a great pick that's who i would have picked in the first round let me just i'll keep thor for joe a i'm gonna go second overall the strongest avenger outside of thor maybe the strongest avenger overall it's gonna be a surprise captain marvel she's a beast she can do mm-hmm. literally anything wow she wow. is a fucking beast dude She's okay. she's she's in a very shitty movie, but she's in a she's a beast. <laughs> Steve, you're up. Well, Thor's off the board. That was gonna be mine. Um, I'm gonna take Iron Man. Yeah, easy. All right, Big P, you get two now. Oh, beautiful. I'm going Loki and I'm going I'm gonna go Nick Fury. Wow. Oh, that's a good our first pick, our first non-superpowered. Okay. Uh, Steve, go. I might get some heat for this because I don't know if he was on the list, but technically he wasn't Avengers. Thanos. 
Yeah, that's that. Uh, I don't know about that. That's He's not on, on the, the list, list, Steve. You have the, the list, Steve. You have the how list. Do you, list. How do you how do you fuck up literally the easiest? <laughs> I sent the list out and you still fucked it up. That's because you for, because you forgot that. I didn't forget fine. him. He's not. You in did the forget. Movie. He doesn't he he forget. Line. No one for, even Joe A doesn't even know who that is. You he forgot. saw even if he saw. <laughs> unbelievable. You forgot. He's on All screen. No, pick someone else. He's on screen. Unfucking believable. Pick another guy. Jesus Christ. He's on screen. Um. Okay. So that's out. Uh, Odin. Odin. Okay. Odin, okay. Another okay, guy. Me. I'm up. Nope. It's me now. Um. So I'm gonna go with. Uh. You know, I like the power of everyone. I'm gonna go with Bruce Banner and the Hulk. I want the smarts and I want the strength. Uh. Okay. I'm going with. So I get two here. You get two here. I'm going with. War Machine, and. Because he is a team player and he is someone who I really love, Agent Phil Coulson. Oh no, I wanted him. <laughs> I wanted him in round four. So that's my round team. Three. Thor, Thor, War Machine, Phil Coulson. Fucking try me. Okay. Catch me outside. <laughs> so apparently I got I got Captain Marvel. I got the Hulk. I need a leader. I need my leader. I'm going with Captain America. Don't like okay, him. that's good. But he can that's he can lead pick. the squad. I think in the third round, that's great value. Well, okay. All right, next. Am I up here? Huh. Your, no, I think it's Steve. Steve. No, it's Steve. Up. It's Steve. This Steve. Right, so have, who's who's Steve? Who are you gonna pick? Fucking Stan Lee. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> the third bottle. <laughs> All right, so I have Iron Man. I have Odin. Take you on rug. Who's left on the board here? Ivan uh, Vanko. Dude, Odin. I'm Steve. T- oh, I, I, already took Odin. I already took Odin. <laughs> oh, you did. Um, okay. I'm gonna take Ben Mendelssohn's haunted mask from Goosebumps. Oh, you're taking. You're taking <laughs> Ben Mendelssohn. <laughs> oh, dude, he stinks, Steve. All right, Pete. Last one. Yeah, I'm going Thaddeus Thunderbolt. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Hey, you want the, you want wait, the wait. I forget. I forget who Thaddeus is. Who is he? From that's from general. Thor. That's Billy yeah. Hurt. Billy Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. From oh, that's, oh, you. Yeah. You took Bill Hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah R.I.P. Bill, Bill, Bill Hurt's a good squad squad guy, squad leader. He is. You know what I mean? I like I like Bill Hurt. All right. Well, that listen. That was. You, let's see who's so so. Obadiah Stain left on the board. Yeah. Red Skull left on the board. Yeah, Red Skull. John Rog anyway. left on the board. Abomination. Vanko. Vanko. Yeah, oh, yeah. Vanko. Yeah. Vanko. No, no. He's, he's terrible. He's the worst one. Yeah. Hawkeye and Widow. Who's Heimdall? He's, that's Idris Elba. The keeper of the Bifrost. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. No, sorry. Sorry, Idris. Maybe, maybe next time. Maybe as James Bond, but not as Heimdall. Um, Odin left on the board. The I took. I took Odin. Oh, no one took Ghost the Cat, huh? Yeah, Goose the Cat. He's in a point. He's a plot point. He's a, you know, he's a, he's another MacGuffin. He pushes it along. Goose the Cat was crazy. You remember yeah. that shit? He like turned into that <laughs> fucking dinosaur from Jurassic Park. That yeah, I remember crazy. you didn't get the trivia question right about him. Yeah, then yeah, he scratched. Right. Then he scratched right. Nick Fury's eye. So you're right. Well, listen, good draft. And speaking of trivia questions, should we go to the trivia now with special? Let's guests? go to the trivia. So yeah, little- hey, listen. Do we have do we have a trivia question for the special guest too? How many how many trivia questions do we have? I would love one. I would love to field one. I have yeah. three. I have three, and I think I'll ask the bonus to both of you. 
Um, okay. The bonus, the bonus is a little tougher. Um, okay. Joe okay. A, these first three are yours. I think. Okay, here we gonna... go. Quiz Joe A. Let's go. Okay. What is the name of Loki's army? The Shatari. Yeah. Okay, you already said it. Two of these you've already said. What does uh What does Agent Phil Coulson ask Captain America to sign for him? His trading cards. Ding, ding, ding. All right, here's the third one. This is a little tougher. What does Hulk call Loki after he defeats him in Stark Tower? Puny God. Correct. I Do you like that or what, <laughs> buddy? Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So now here's the bonus. Um, this one's a little, it's a little tougher. It's about dialogue in there. So when they're on, the, on one of the planes, Agent Coulson is talking to Captain America, Stephen Rogers, about Bruce Banner. And he makes an analogy. He says, when he's not the monster, he's smarter than this guy. Who does he say? And Stephen Rogers mm. does not get the analogy because he's been frozen for all this time. He doesn't know who he is. <laughs> That's a good one. Can we get a hint? Yeah, can we get a, uh, can we get a, can we get a 50-50? Can we get a, a lifeline? Uh, Wait, so I will say me... this. I'll say this. He's disabled. Oh, I know. Uh, I, I know who it is. I know who it is. I know who it is. It's the fucking... Superman. Pete, it's Eddie Redmayne. Who does Eddie Redmayne play in the fucking movie, The Theory of Everything? What's oh, his name? How do you not know? The fucking brilliant guy. He, he was, he was, um, he had ALS. He was, but he was, um, fuck, dude. I can blank it on this guy's name. I'm not his name either. Five. I'm blank it on his name. Oh, oh my Hawking. God. Stephen Hawking. Special oh, guest. oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Imagine blanking on that, Dave. Wow. So wow. I, I, ha- I have to, I have to be punished here. Wow, what an episode. You do have to be punished, and I am not going to punish you this week. Because I want to be punished. You, what do you mean? No, no, no. Uh, uh, listen, listen to me very carefully. You, are, you have a lot of things to do this week. You have a lot of editorial tasks ahead of you. I am going to think about how I okay. want to punish you and what, I'm going, and what I'm going to punish you with. It's okay. going to be a movie that you are never going to, re, going to forget. And you need to write up a quickie synopsis for it and say okay. it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, but next... it, it will be. It will not be on. The movie will be announced on next, next week's week. show. That's yes. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. Yes. So, wow. How about them fucking apples, buddy? Do you like what that a, shit or what, what an episode? So yeah. Wow. So so that is the line of dialogue is when he's not that thing though. Guys like Stephen Hawking and Captain America just stares at him. And he goes, he's like a smart person. You don't get that. <laughs> which, which, by the way, scenes. I think that I think that Chris Evans I read was um was very nervous about keeping that line in because he didn't want audiences to think his character was like very stupid. Um, so that line almost didn't make the final cut of the movie. Really, of All right, that's interesting. I, I actually Chris like Evans I, is a little ego. Yeah. I like that though. That's like you know you gotta kind of show that. I mean, they kind of gloss over, not gloss over, but he's been frozen for. 60 years, whatever it is. I, like, I, I think it's a, I think it's a great line. I think it's yeah, definitely needed, yeah. you know, and like, dude, when, whenever we can get Captain America to show some color, you know, cause he's so vanilla, he's such a, and, and yes, that is part of his character, but he's so like, he's so bland at times. Um, you know, we gotta, we gotta get some humor from him every now and then he's awesome when he's in the, in the fucking uniform, his intro, I've said it once I've said it a million times, his intro in this movie is fucking awesome. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it how it continues to go. 
the Florida Pete. He's a special guest. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, honestly, guys, like I, I don't know what what was covered previously to uh, to jump it on, but I, I think this movie was great just because it's like it's an all-star game. You know what I mean? You get all the best talent on it. Really, like it, it's almost like Herb, Herb Brooks and uh, in Miracle when he says uh, <laughs> the all-star teams fail because they rely solely on individual talent, and then what they have to do is just bring it together. And I thought I, I noticed a really cool part. We we're kind of rewatching parts of it this morning, me and my wife. And uh, when they're first circle around for the first time, when they're in the Battle of New York, you finally see Iron Man says, call it Cap. And basically gives over that ego and that power to Captain America. And I think this is like when they become the team and it'll stay that way probably up till Civil War. Um, but really cool to like see how they come together and i mean they're all their own individuals the, you know they, they have their own powers they think they're the best so it's good to see them um take a little bite of humble pie and and, and let each other kind of lead yeah so pete we were talking about it beforehand like how uh you know this movie isn't really like none of the avengers really lead it i guess i mean like even the way it starts i mean it starts with loki and then it goes to goes to Black Widow, right? Is that the first Avenger that we see in this movie? Great scene, yeah. by the way, where she's, where yeah, she's tied to the scene. chair. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Chair, yeah. Great scene. She's, she's awesome. I, I love her, dude. Um, but it's not the first Avenger we see isn't, you know, who you think it would be, which would be probably Iron Man, right? So he like comes in a little bit later. Um, and I love that it's just like, it's not, it's not really built around one Avenger. Really, I was telling them really, Pete, it's built around S.H.I.E.L.D., and Nick yeah. Fury. I think Nick Fury is like carries this movie. I love Nick Fury. And I think Sam Jackson is an unbelievable um, player in this whole franchise. Yeah. Like and what do you do with the I, cards? I, like, yeah, like, I don't know if you yeah, guys hit dude, on like, that. Like, he, he's yeah, he's, their, he's their catalyst, you know? Yeah. Um, all this was his idea. And I, and I hope that he continues to be more of the catalyst going forward. Now, the Avengers movies, I think the strength of these movies are that all of these people do have sort of an equal, you know, playing field to, to, or like an equal, an equal segment of the sandbox to play in. You know, we, we see Thor a little, we see Hulk a little, we see Cap a little, we see Iron Man a little. Um, so but it's really, it's a story about all of them coming together for the greater good. That is what makes it fun to me whereas like like pete did you watch the the justice league the the zach snyder or the joss whedon one i didn't i didn't know yeah but but you guys did right i mean like like compared to the avengers i mean you i mean it's the same fucking director basically like like how did how did the avengers come out so well and justice league came out so shitty it's crazy i i honestly never even like until I think we rewatched this, I, I never even really put two and two together that Whedon was involved in both. I just never really like connected those dots. It's like Justice League is so fucking bad. But also, you have to remember, I think, with with uh, Avengers is all these characters had their own movies for the most part. Justice League didn't at this point. Yeah, they, they yeah. just threw them all together. And they had Batman yeah. versus Superman, which was fucking horrendous movie. Yeah. That's, like, and other than that, they... Then Superman got his own movie, but then they added in like the Flash. Uh, Aquaman didn't have anything at that point. And Cyborg was just like, no one, no one gives a fuck about Cyborg. Like, I know we're getting <laughs> yeah, off topic yeah. here, but like, yeah, but it's like the without having that like prior, um, you know, time for them to marinate on screen, like you just don't care about them. And it's just that movie's really bad. I, I can't say anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's just interesting because, you know, one one of these 
franchises, one of these cinematic universes can is can be so successful with yep. with B level, you know, superheroes, and then DC with Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman, and you know, kind of I guess you'd call them more A list superheroes. Joe T um, said it. Joe T said it best. Like the DC universe should have like the better movies because those that well the material is just so much darker than like the Marvel one is. Like there's so many different storylines that they could do and they just can't nail it. It's crazy. Yeah, but now that I'm seeing more Marvel movies, that's the strength of it is that they're a little bit tongue in cheek and they're a little funny and they're they're a little bit like. Um, you know, they don't take themselves as seriously as the DC movies do. I think that's what happened with Snyder is they wanted to, they like reshot some stuff. They wanted to add more humor, but the humor yeah. just didn't work on any of those characters. Like, like yeah. with this, yeah. like, like Robert Downey Jr. He's funny. Like Thor is really funny even while being menacing. Like all these guys, you have moments where you laugh at them. That didn't yeah, work. They're, with they're, be, they're better developed, and it, it could be just over the time in their individual movies. But you, you feel like you know these characters. No, so like Pete, just you're, like... you're you're hundred percent right, Pete. They're the, yeah. the 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 they are so much more developed. Even Steve brought this up earlier when you know, obviously, like Captain America and Iron Man don't really like each other, but you know, and like Captain America sort of calls him out. Do you remember? He like kind of says like, you know, yeah. you're really in this for yourself and your ego and everything, um, and like. And and at the end, when when Iron Man is taking that thing up to space, that missile up to space, like they're like, that's the most selfless act that he that he's done in in three movies that we've seen probably. Yeah. Um, so it just it comes it does come full circle, and they they do sort of you can see these characters grow over the course of two and a half hours, and you know it's not fucking. You know, it's not like, you know, Robert Town or fucking David Kept is writing these characters or whatever. I mean, not not to throw shade at the writers of these movies because they're awesome. But like, you know, they're for for superheroes. They have a lot of character development and there's a lot of character work. And yeah, yeah, you're going to see in the next one. I think it's Ultra uh, Age of Ultron. They they kind of have like a cocktail hour together, and they're all like in there, just like like drinking, talking, telling jokes, and it's like it, it's really cool to just see like the human side of them when they're not fighting when something is coming shortly, yeah. but like they're just sitting there playing like party games almost. Like I, I think there's one part with Thor's hammer, and they're all like taking a chance to try to pick it up, and uh, <laughs> Captain America gets it to like wiggle a little, and just the look on Thor's face, like he got scared for a second, and then he like starts laughing it off when he sees that he wasn't able. Yeah to lift it it's just it's, it's great once you get down the road on those ones that's great arguably, yeah, arguably, arguably the most important scene in the avengers saga is that one right there where they're doing oh, where they're okay. doing the hammer stuff yeah. yeah yeah it's cool. very very important well dude it it shows that it shows like the and also the the, the chemistry between these particular actors chris hemsworth downey jr evans ruffalo johansson Larson, so I read you, you, you name it. They're, they're, they're incredibly incredible. They work incredibly well together. It's just like a, an unbelievable, the, the, these movies are incre- like the, the, the casting feats of these movies are yeah. incredible. They're just incredible. So I kind of read, and like you said, the camaraderie between them, I read that when they were all working on this movie together, like they were all just best friends. And yeah. I read a quote from Clark Gregg, Adrian Colson, Who plays R- Colson. RIP. He uh, he said that after filming one day, they would all go out and drink every night. And I guess they had a group text. And I guess the or Chris Evans started a group text and it just said assemble. I saw that before. And Clark so Gregg cool. said it's the it's the best text he's ever received. 
Yeah, I read that. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, it 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 seeps through in the in the filmmaking and and in the final product. You can see it that they're just having a ball. It's a fun movie. They're all it's a fun movie. Fun. Well, I had fun. fun. You had fun. We all yeah. had fun. I can't. I, I can't did. wait until we get to Endgame to see Joey's reaction to that. I really well, can't. Apparently, there's there's some there's some there's some video on circling the internet of me watching Avengers and giggling and cackling and enjoying it. it. it so it, I, it will I, be I hope that never gets out to the to the paying public. I hope well, nobody sees that video. Oh, it gets buried. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, thanks for laughing at my joke, Stephen. Joe, I appreciate it. You guys, high energy. Thank you. Well, hey, Joe, Joe well, T's hey. too busy laughing at his own jokes. All I know <laughs> is that video will be posted by our, our social media czar. Steve Murray, who's been pumping oh, yeah. out the content. Hey, yes, yes. Good. Wait, <laughs> I've gotten has, better has at it. Pumped out any? Has Steve pumped out any social media content? Yeah, hey, think, think about our social media content. Has Steve pumped any out that you like? There could be more. There could be more. You yeah, know, like I have yeah. to go. I don't want to have to go search for it. It should be right in front of my face <laughs> when, I, when I pull up the app. You know, he posted yeah. that great. He posted that great Batman theme or Batman meme that you know really relevant, <laughs> really relevant to the current. I uh, did current- see that. <laughs> that, that means very very funny and you know if we're going to be screen raised we have to talk about more than the mcu so it should be every, every everything in cinema not just you know children's movies like these uh avengers ones okay <laughs> all right so, or, so, or as joe yeah, likes you, to call them theme park rides yeah so you pick a non-children's movie with fucking batman <laughs> <laughs> fuck you um yeah, yeah. I see all right listen posts. looking ahead Looking ahead, what do we got up next, Joe T? What's what's what are the next two? So, three? We, so how how are we gonna do it? Uh, we have Thor two and Iron Man three. Yeah, but I, I think so. I think we were gonna do three because we have guard. We wanted to do Guardians of the Galaxy together. Yeah, because we want to do Age of Ultron as another tentpole. Along. Yeah. So um, I think it goes Iron Man three and Thor two. So we yeah we have Thor two Iron Man three and Captain America the Winter Soldier we could do a triple bill because I, I'm not gonna lie not to spoil anything I watched Thor the Dark World the other day I don't want to spend more than fifty seconds of that of my life on that movie it's so fucking bad <laughs> all right wait a minute wait a minute. I'm bad. confused though because I thought that we were I thought that it was I thought that we were doing I thought that after the Avengers it goes Iron Man three then Thor two. No, no, other way around. Iron Man two, okay. or Thor, so Thor, Thor two, two, then Iron, Iron Man, Man three. three. So that's then, one episode, and, and then, then you want to do America two. I don't know. Okay. Should we do? Right. We should do probably so we'll do all three. three. We'll do three yeah. this week. All right. Gar- all right. I love Guardians so much. I could spend two hours talking about those movies. So we can. All right. So we do. Then we do the Guardians one and two, and then we yep. do the next tentpole with the next special guest who will yep. remain secret as Big P was kept anonymous until this very morning. I did say right last week. My only guess was I think it'll be Big B. That's my thing. <laughs> I had Steve text me on the uh, on the side too and say, "Are you the guest?" And I, I that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, funny, you, like, you sent me that a few days ago. I was like, "Yeah, Shit, man." I talked to both of them this morning too. Steve was asking me to get lunch, and Travis is going to be coming to the U.S. Open with us. So it was it was funny. I, did, I thought they knew when they both texted me today. Yeah, that is that is weird. That was just I, I was looking to buy tickets and I knew you were going, it had nothing to do with it. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Joey kept it a secret. So okay. yeah, good, good. Um, okay. So that's what we got coming up. Um, just a, a, a quick word. I, I watched this uh, Pinocchio <laughs> picture that I had to watch as punishment and I will never be able to get that hour and 34 minutes back. Um, that it, was honestly, it, dude, 
Is that the worst? Is that as bad as it looks? I've only seen the trailers. Yeah. I, I haven't no, been able dude, to it myself. And I love Pinocchio. Yeah, listen, it's the Pinocchio story, but there are some changes. It's a fucking Russian movie dubbed in English by John Heater and fucking Paulie Shore. Shores. <laughs> John Heater plays the 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 Tybalt, the horse. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. He must um, be absolutely broke. Yeah. Oh, they gotta be. And oh, the Russians definitely. They they bag, they gave him a few rubles, whatever they call it, whatever it is. I'm just gonna let you know that I I wouldn't fucking deign to write a quickie synopsis on that fucking movie, and I'm gonna make you pay this week. I'm gonna think about right. what you're gonna watch, and I'm gonna. Make I, you I'm ready. I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely ready. It can't be. I gotta say, I, I know we're this is not Marvel, but I saw The Northman last night, and I've never been so disappointed leaving a theater. I had oh. such high. I had such high hopes, man. I didn't. It didn't land for me. Ah, damn! Oh, it did. That it sucks, did not land. I know. I was so ready for. I like Robert Eggers. Yeah, yeah. it looked that so sucks. good. It looked so. I just didn't like it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go see that this week. I'm going to see everything everywhere all at once uh, this afternoon, Joe. Okay, maybe we'll uh, connect tomorrow. We'll do a little two man. Yeah, maybe. Um, wow, Steve's getting right, cut. Well, Pete, <laughs> <laughs> Pete, listen. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank for you, being Big patient. Pete. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for adding your your expertise and your knowledge. And uh, you know, we'll uh, we will obviously be in touch when I as I keep going through these, so we can keep talking about them. But I will say I'm very excited to close out the Iron Man trilogy. Uh, and I'm actually I think I'm the most excited for is it winter soldier that's up next or civil war uh winter, winter soldier. soldier yeah i'm really excited awesome for that. movie yeah great movie. i'm really yeah. excited for that um so uh you know we'll we'll keep you posted on it but uh you know thanks for listening thanks for supporting the pod and uh you know we'll see you uh we'll i, I gotta say soon. one thing to add too i like your little pat mcafee thing standing up the whole time there <laughs> <laughs> standing desk baby yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's good it's good. Um, all right. And guys, thank you again. That's episode, uh, that's episode four. No, motherfucker. no hate mail this week. No, no, no hate, hate mail. mail this week. I didn't get any hate mail this week. I got not for a tent, mail, not actually. for a tent pole. Yeah, not for a tent pole. No, I, you know what? I, I, I did get some love mail this week, which was really nice to see. And we got some, we got some new listeners this week. Um, we got a bunch of new some, followers too. And some, and some, a lot of people sliding into my DM saying, I really like the show. So, that's fucking exciting. People that I that I wouldn't even that I haven't spoken to in a, in a long time, or like just random people. They like the hey, show. Maybe hey, we, yeah, we're doing something right, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody, great job. I'll see you guys. Uh, I'll see you guys later. We got Iron Man three, Thor two, or Thor two, Iron Man three, Winter Soldier. Let's fucking All go. Right. We'll see you All next right. week, boys. See you All guys. Right. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye.